Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, December 1st. I'm Wayne Pratt. This is World AIDS Day. The city of St. Louis is rededicating support to people living with HIV while commemorating those who have died from AIDS-related illness. St. Louis is a so-called fast-track city, pledging last year to work to end the AIDS epidemic by 2030. The city is holding a webinar on the topic today. Mayor Lida Krusen says there were more than 3,400 residents in the city living with an HIV diagnosis at the end of 2018. Health officials in the city and around the world are also spending this World AIDS Day battling the coronavirus pandemic. Hospitals throughout the St. Louis region are near capacity and about one week away from having no beds for COVID patients. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports. The St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force reports 961 COVID-19 positive patients in the hospital, the largest number since the pandemic started. Task Force Director Dr. Alex Garza says he's hearing from doctors that some COVID patients needing higher levels of care aren't getting it. That during normal times would be in the intensive care unit, but because there was no room available, they had to manage them on the floors. So in effect, we've already begun to alter our care standards because of the volume of patients. Garza says at the current rate of admissions, area hospitals will run out of beds for COVID patients by December 8th, unless hospitals cancel other procedures in which case they'll be full by Christmas. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Researchers at St. Louis's medical schools are taking part in a Centers for Disease Control study on whether virus prevention measures in schools are working. They are conducting contact tracing and follow-up virus tests after a student was diagnosed with coronavirus. Washington University pediatrician Dr. Jason Newland is leading the study He says they are testing the evidence so far, which shows schools are not leading to outbreaks. The question will be, does it happen in areas where there's no mitigation or not? I think the other interesting part of this study will be how often are you wearing the mask in school? What areas are you wearing it? And those sorts of things. So we will get to that. Missouri relaxed its quarantine guidance for students last month, saying students do not need to stay home if the infected student and classmates were wearing masks. Not all schools have adopted those new guidelines. Results of the study could be available in February. The impact of the pandemic has school counselors worried about the mental health of students, especially as remote learning drags into the winter. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports. Rates of depression among high schoolers are still twice as high as normal, after decreasing a bit over the summer. They have since been rising again over the fall, according to research from Washington University. During the spring lockdown, almost half of teens surveyed were depressed. Christine Woodward is a social worker with the University City School District. She says even a generation raised on social media is tired of the isolation. This generation of kids love screens in general, but it's not as fun when you spend all day long on a Zoom call. Woodward encourages students to get fresh air and exercise daily. Several area school districts have paused or reversed efforts to get more students back into their buildings, so it's unlikely more high schoolers will see a classroom or their friends before the new year. 
I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. In other news, the city treasurer in St. Louis is now officially running for mayor. Tashara Jones submitted the paperwork yesterday. She joins 20th Ward Alderwoman Kara Spencer and Board President Louis Reed in the race. A fourth possible candidate, restaurant owner Dana Kelly, is quarantining after contracting COVID-19, but plans to turn in her signatures when it's safe. A new law approved in early November makes the mayor a nonpartisan office. Voters can pick as many candidates as they want in the March primary. The top two advance to the April general election. Candidates have until January 4th to file for office. Current Mayor Lyda Krusen is not seeking re-election. Some items coming up today. The Missouri Senate might finally vote on that more than $1 billion supplemental budget. The Appropriations Committee is meeting in the early afternoon. The full Senate is expected to convene a few hours later. That package has been passed by members of the House. The supplemental budget includes funding for more resources to deal with the pandemic. The St. Louis County Council meets this evening. Members could again discuss ordinances to limit the powers of the county executive and public health director during a pandemic. And a Centers for Disease Control panel of experts could decide today how to distribute a COVID-19 vaccine once it receives final approval. The Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is scheduled to meet to possibly come up with a recommendation on who will receive the first doses and when. Before we wrap up, on this day 65 years ago, Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat on a bus to a white man in Montgomery, Alabama. Her actions on that day in 1955 prompted leaders of the local black community to organize the Montgomery bus boycott and helped bring about the U.S. civil rights movement. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.